Hey there, ACC fans. Y'all know what it is. I'm still filling in for Candace Cooper. I got my new locked on swag today. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I got my main man, Drizzy, in the building. Drake, how you doing? I'm chilling. My guy ready to get some money, and I'm uh, kind of for the folks out there. Now, listen, it's Friday. It's payday. We know some of y'all are going to go on down and, and get your bets in, but if you do do a little bit of uh, putting down money on something, make sure you do it with the company that's bringing you today's episode, Underdog. Sign up for underdogfantasy.com with promo code locked on and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Ain't nothing better than free, all right? you If you're going to use that payday money for, for a little bit of going on underdog, get you some money off the deal. Now, Drizzy, we got to talk about these bets, man. We got to talk about some safe bets, some long shots, some bets that you, I, you know, I, I may have a little information from pre-production to say that there's a bet that you've already hammered. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about all that more today. That sounds like a good episode to you, Drizzy. Oh, it sounds perfect to me, Ken. All righty. Well, let's get into it on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, before we get into this, I don't know if Candace does this, but this is the only thing I'm going to do that's different from what Candace does, okay? If you are better out there, if you're putting money down out there, please do so responsibly. You hear me? We don't. We do not want to. I don't want to hear nobody coming after Drake talking about, you told me to hammer the over and, and the starting quarterback got hurt. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear y'all talking about Drake told you the props that you need to get and Ken backed them up and said that that quarterback was a lot for 300 video. I want to hear only bet what you can stand to lose. Only wager what you can stand to comfortably lose, okay? There ain't no uncut gems out here. Adam Sandler ain't coming through that door, okay? Anywho, Drake, how you doing this wonderful Friday, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad it's going to be Friday. You got the weekend coming up. It's supposed to be a finally a beautiful day this weekend. So Saturday, I'm going to the pumpkin patch with my fiance, get some photos, you know, kind of be out there and also get a haircut because, you know, your boy uh, is kind of getting scraggly over here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand, man. My hair grows out scraggly all the time, too. Just I a can mess. tell you. Yeah. Yeah. A mess up there. But, Drake, you got to tell me, man. Let, let's get the let's get the fans started on something nice and easy. Let's get them started on something they want to hear. What's the bet that you you're taking? What's the bet that you're like? I'm already in on it. Y'all need to get in on it. Locked on ACC trying to get you some free money on this Freestyle Friday. Should we, should we just go there right now? The one I mentioned you before then? Because Let's that's the music of the week. Let's okay, so, Canton, do you know the old saying that good uh, sorry, good teams win, but great teams cover? Great teams cover, yep. Mm-hmm. Miami's neither of those. So, <laughs> right now, Duke is plus nine. Duke opened at plus nine. Folks, Miami hasn't covered a game against an FBS opponent all season. They are 0-5. Their, their first game against Bethune-Cookman, FCS school, one of the basically the middle-tier kind of FCS schools out there, beat them 17-13, but overall Miami, they're still struggling. They barely covered against a Virginia Tech team that, quite frankly, had Izzy Abanaconda score, what, six touchdowns, break Tony Dorsett's record. And this is a team with Duke that it's tough. It's hard as nails. And then with Miami, they also have Florida State in about two weeks. To me, it's a game with plus nine. I do not understand why Miami's favorite here, even though it is at home. Ken, you've seen the, the crowd shots at, at the Hard Rock, right? There's like no one that goes to those games. So to I, me, Duke a plus nine, that's stealing money at this point. 
honestly, honestly, let, let's let's just we'll get back to the bets, but I need to talk about this for just a second. ESPN, ACC Network, whoever is covering Miami games, y'all are doing them a disservice when you show the crowd shot. Stop it. Leave those folks alone. Those boys are on the field fighting their hearts out, and y'all show the eight people in the stands, and only two of the people in the stands ain't related to nobody on the team. That's evil. Stop doing that. Stop it. Leave Miami alone. The, the Canes are going to be back eventually, probably, maybe. Who knows? But anywho, so I agree with you that this team, this Duke team, you know, I've, I've talked about it all week. If if Candace Cooper has a, a, a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever, they, they got to be jealous of, of how she feels about Elko. I, I got to know that much. <laughs> I, she loves her some Elko. She loves that man, and she swears by him. But you know what? Duke is playing in a way. It's justifying that love affair a little bit. It's justifying the love fest that she's throwing over him. And so to say that you don't see this Miami team covering nine, I mean, what what team, what uh, FBS team has Miami beaten by double digits? If if we're talking about a nine point, uh, if we're talking about a nine point spread here, is has there been one? I don't. I'm not Southern sure. Miss. That's it. Southern missed the second game of the season, and that was the game that before the Texas A&M. And then got blown out by Middle Tennessee State. And then they lose to UNC. And then they, all those games were single digits. But overall, Miami hasn't covered since the first week of the year. Right. Which you're going to be your most prepped, your most ready. And also you're going up against an FCS opponent. Now, we'll say for Miami fans out there, Tyler Van Dyke does look slightly more improved. Josh Gass is allowing him to throw the ball a little more. They're evolutionizing their offense, as Alex Donald said yesterday. And Duke's uh, the Duke Blue Devils' pass defense isn't great. And now we see Colby Young and basically coming, kind of coming along. But to me, you don't give Miami nine points. Like I mean, I mean, you don't you don't give Miami nine points against anybody. So overall, to me, this is a game where Miami's going to win, in my personal opinion. Because also oh. helps my bet with Ken, with, uh, with Candace. But I do have Riley Leonard and the boys covering against Miami because, quite frankly, I've seen Duke has been a better team than Miami for the entire year. Honestly, wait a minute. So you two have a bet with Candace Cooper about whether or not Duke? Gets oh yeah. What, oh, yeah, so what is, your bet? what is your bet with Candace about Duke getting the six games? Oh, I, I matched it. I matched the, the amount that you put up there. I'm like, wow. I matched that. Wow. I had no faith in you, Somebody, So, so <laughs> here's the thing: Candace is either gonna make out like a bandit at the at the end of uh, a few games here, or she's gonna be crying to the poorhouse. And, and you know, it's a recession. Everybody broke, so it ain't gonna be much relief found there. But anywho, um, I so let me ask you this: when you talk about this game, and we talk about you know Riley Leonard playing as well as he's played. You talk about the Duke offense that it, he it, it really kept pace with UNC last week, who has the best offensive player in the conference by a mile in, mm-hmm. in uh, Drake May. So when you look at that offense and what they present, are you at all concerned about the fact that the strength of Miami's team, not just their defense, is that defensive line? They got a 10-man rotation of dog after dog after dog. I mean – all of them, they have at least one or two things that they do exceptionally well. And when you look at a team that their quarterback is the center of it, could that potentially play into something that you're like, eh, maybe they do cover the, the spread here? Uh, maybe, because I will say their defensive line is pretty strong. Uh, that was like I was not big on their defense overall heading into the year because I thought Kevin Steele was like a defensive coordinator. You heard his name for a very long time, but he hasn't been kind of that basically that elite defensive coordinator since the early 2010s when he left Clemson over to Auburn. But yeah, that defensive line is strong with Akeem Mesador, Leonard Taylor. But I think it's more the linebackers where they've played better, but still it's if they have enough time, I trust the secondary to kind of make some mistakes. 
Avante Williams, James Williams have been very okay. Tyreek Stevenson, I think one of the top corners from Miami, has been the best sec- best uh, DB. But overall, to me, I've seen this defense en- give up enough explosive plays over the entire year. And then also, they're also out of position, having bad penalties overall to me. And also, it's not even also the defense. It's also Mark Cristobal's in-game management. That also mm-hmm. kind of has me more concerned overall. Like, if you... and. I know Donald's been talking about with Oregon. You can see basically when it comes to bigger games, when timeouts are needed, he always somehow finds a way to get too cute or overthink things. And also being, this being the first year, also being paid $81 million. Miami fans are paying $80 million for one power five win so far. It To me, it's more that in-game decisions are going to probably hinder this team until something's fixed about that. So so let me talk about this. And this is aside from the betting again. This is We're we just going to talk this team for a second. If Miami loses to Duke, okay, because we know if Duke loses to Miami, Pry is playing with Church's money at this point. Like nobody expected them to get to five, six, seven. Yeah, I think anything beyond about five wins, you were kind of high on Duke. You were very high on Duke. So nobody's going to say anything if they lose this game. But if Miami loses this game, does that loud minority get bigger in, in, in terms of people saying, Crystal Ball's got to go, get them out of here? I mean, they'll, they'll get louder, but that's kind of how it is down there, too. Like, you saw with, you saw it also with Tagger, too, in his first year. Now, granted, that was a little bit of a different story overall, but it is going to get louder. But I think I'm of the personal opinion that I think Mark Cristobal, if you have the right pieces around him there, you have also get the right kind of resources with him. He can be a quality head coach. I actually do like Mark Cristobal a lot, but do I think they have, like, they will get louder? Of course they will. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen Miami Twitter overall, like, how, kind of how they react to these sort of things. Oh, it's, it's wild. Uh, it's, it's, it's wild. wild. It's, it's entertaining yeah. too, but also it's they will get louder. But I do think that basically the fan base needs to be patient because I'm in the camp that you need to give a head coach three to four years to see actually where they're headed because he does need to bring in some of his own high school players. Transfer portal, you know, he's been using that very well. So they have looks like a lot of hits with Akeem Mesador and Daryl Jackson along the defensive line. But you do need to see kind of how you want to move forward because also, in my personal opinion, he's starting TVD while he was good last year. I don't think that's the QB that he wants to kind of you know. Put up, I'll put all of it on us on, to be honest with you. Well, if TVD is looking for a place, I know some folks over up, I'm pointing the wrong way, over in Raleigh, potentially, that may be in the market for a quarterback next year, Mr. Van Dyke. Just just throwing that out there, you know, not, not saying that he needs to go anywhere because I'm being objective as the new host of Locked On ACC for the week. So, you know, I'm just letting you in on that. And like I said, on this Freestyle Friday, we trying to give you some free money. You know who else is? Underdog Fantasy. Trust me, this is a, a place where you just got to go to Underdog's website, create an account, look at the different pick choices for your team each week. And, and trust me, the players that you want to uh, bet on, they're going to be on that website. The players that you want to put something down on, they're going to be on that website. We have selections available for every single game, including if you think Tyler Van Dyke is going to have more than 240 and a half passing yards. If you think uh, that, that you know, somebody else from another team is going to be having a breakout game this week, trust me, go to underdog to make your picks. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick two to five players across any team, not just teams in the ACC, and decide if they'll finish higher or lower. So sign up with promo code locked on, all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Uh, trust me, that's Underdog Fantasy. Locked on is the promo code. Get in on the college football pick action today. <clears throat> so now, Drizzy, 
So we got the easy one out the way. We got the easy one. We got the one that you need to love and embrace. We got the one that, you know, you, you need to be all over. Now, now tell me, who's the finest girl in the club that you know is trouble? Her last couple of exes then got shot and stabbed and all that by our brothers. But she looked good, so you might think about it. What's the sexy pick that you're just like, eh, I ain't going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole? Pittsburgh-Louisville. That game to me is just – it just screams, screams trouble. It's just – you see right now Pittsburgh is a, is a – uh, it's an underdog by two and a half points away over at Louisville. I mean, I don't know if you heard me mainly on here. I am not a big fan of Scott Hatfield, but I do like Millie Cunningham. But we've seen that team basically be very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We have no idea what this team is overall. So that to me, this game, it's it's hard to actually pinpoint it because I don't think Pittsburgh that good either. I don't think Kane Slovis, I thought he was going to be actually a lot better this year. And so far, he's been very, I don't think he's even the best QB in that room right now, to be honest with you. So to me, look at the total. Instead, over 55, under 55. Don't look, look at the spread. I'm going to go probably under 55 here because I can definitely see Pittsburgh defense might kind of maybe maybe win the game out here. All right. I'm going to tell you something. I told everybody at the beginning of the season. I said, I don't believe in Slovis. I said, there were there were many problems at USC, and he was one of them. He was not the guy that was like, oh, just bless his heart. He's doing everything he can, and that team's just so bad in so many. He was bad, too. He was part of the bad. He was that, you know, but we're, we're not going to get into that right now. I agree with you. That game, because both teams have shown Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I mean, you look at Pitt. Pitt has a conference loss to Georgia Tech with an interim head coach, with Jameer Gibbs now playing in Tuscaloosa. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I think the case rests peacefully here in that, and Pittsburgh is the better of the two teams, I would like to say, the overall composition of the entire team. I just think Louisville has the best player in this game in Malik Cunningham. So this game, very mercurial. I I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But, you know, some folks might do it. Some folks might do it. And, again, if you're going to do it, do so responsibly. Do so with, uh, with, with money you got to lose. Now, we got to get into these other games as well because there's lots of action coming our way. We got – Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. I'm sorry. Syracuse and Clemson. Talk to me about this top 15 matchup. Nobody is giving Syracuse a chance to keep it close. Tell me this. You said good teams win, great teams cover. What is Clemson? Are they good? Are they great? Or are they neither? <sighs> this is hard for me, too. And mainly it's because I am I was kind of shocked to see this line at 13 and a half. Main, and it's not because of how the teams, it's more that FSU was a minus, it was a plus three and a half home dog. And to me, that was even short. And then eventually Clemson did cover that spread. So to me, it comes down to one, I agree with you for saying from earlier on in the week, college game day should be there, in my personal opinion. Over, I, I don't, I think there are UCLA and Oregon. And to me, yeah. that's just, it's, it's nowhere near the same. It has the same implications, in my personal opinion. To me, this is a game where, I think this is where we'll actually find out if Clemson, if Clemson actually is a great team. And it's something that basically I've been kind of hesitant to say overall for the entire year because this is basically Syracuse, has, as most of their games in the year, have all been at home. This will be one of the first major games they play that actually is away. And Syracuse, I love Sean Tucker. Gary Trader has kind of proven to me that actually he can pass the ball. He can't just run. But this is a game where I, I think this is where we see 
DJU actually kind of show up and show out against a very, very solid Syracuse defense. And also, to another earlier point you had in the week, Syracuse, who exactly have they beaten soundly? And who exactly who have they played overall? But let me let me say this, and let me say this in, in Syracuse's defense now, because everybody's been leaning on Syracuse all week, talking about who have they played. And I understand that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, I, I like I like Dino too. I mean, I'm like, listen, I'm right there with you. Hey, look, and, and here's my thing. Here's my only thing about Syracuse. You can only play who's in front of you. They mm-hmm. can't control. Like me and you talked about this in pre-production. I got a bone to pick with y'all folks down there in Florida Capital. You know, anytime you see Florida man in an article, you know something went wrong. And all we had to see this time was Florida man hurts Devin Leary. And I said, what? He did what to Devin? Now, granted, I saw it live in real time, but that's neither here nor there. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is is rather simple to me. This Syracuse team, while they do catch heat for, you know, again, they barely beat Purdue. And that game with NC State was a one-possession game, even with a two-quarterback rotation and, and offensively – I. I'll tell you what, uh, the folks who listen to uh, OANN ain't as conservative as Tim Beck was calling plays there. I mean, Jesus Christ. He, that man said, hey, <laughs> we just happy to be here. We just all right to be in the carrier dome. We, we're close. And that's all that matters to me, folks. So I, I understand that. But again, Syracuse can only play who's in front of them. They can only play who's in front of them. And every game that they played the folks in front of them so far, they've beaten that team. The only thing, the only thing, that worries me about this game for Syracuse is some words that Dino Babers said after last game. He said, our goal coming into the season was to get these guys to a bowl game, and we've done that now. And he went on to say some more stuff about we still got a lot in front of us and all that. But to me, I get that that's a goal. Don't say that out loud no more. You're 6-0, and dude. Act like you're the big dogs on the block. Hey, well, our goals, we're we're resetting expectations as we go. We're resetting it in real time. Whatever you thought we were coming into the season, how you like us now? Take that for data, like Frisdale, smack it on the table and walk on out. That's what you do, Dino. That's what you do, all right? Now, in uh, looking at these other games, because we're running out of time here, but in talking about Boston College, Wake Forest, tell me, does, does BC stand a chance of making sure Wake doesn't cover? No. I mean, mm. listen, that offensive line for Boston College is, is probably the worst offensive line I've seen in the ACC in quite some time. And I'm talking about including Florida State's offensive lines in 2018, 2019 that were just not great. I mean, it also comes down because that entire line has been decimated by injury. Also, a majority of them have gone on to the NFL. And then Fodrakovic, I personally don't think he's going to be there at BC next year. I don't think he's going to the NFL, but I think he's going to transfer out. So it's <laughs> you, you basically you have Zay Flowers who – quite frankly, is the best wide receiver in the conference, but he has to do it all by his damn self. And it's a Wake Forest defensive line that we see with Kobe Dirt, Kobe Turner, Ronda Bothroyd. Those are very underrated defensive ends. And this mm-hmm. is a Wake defense that they're not elite, but if, you, if, if, they, if you allow them to pull, pin their ears back, they're going to be able to decimate them. And basically, FSU beat them 44-14. to 14. What do you think Sam Hartman, with that long mesh and the ways in the, of A.T. Perry, uh, Antoine Green, I think it was, sorry, Green, as well on the outside. What do you think they're going to do to them? Because that offense, to me, is the top of the conference. I've told people uh, a lot this year that, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's a delusional former player that's like, oh, these new guys, they couldn't play in my generation and we would have whooped them and da-da-da-da-da. No, players get bigger, stronger, faster. Their technique gets better. That's how the game evolves. With that being said, I know for a fact, if I played against Boston College tomorrow, I'd get a sack or two up off them. I know for a fact. If you gave me 30 snaps – 
against Boston College. Give me like two weeks to train and get in shape and get my hand work out <laughs> together. Because don't don't let get me the lion, right? I don't want to get the lion to say, oh, man, I know fresh off the couch. Listen, I still bench a lot and squat a lot right now. I'm down to as close to as I've been to my playing weight since I retired, which, you know, shout out to eating right, drinking water, and running. Oh my God. But with that being said, no more $30 trips to Taco Bell either. You know what I mean? That, that's something uh, live, I mass, live mass, bro. We're talking live about mass, <laughs> Live mass. But anywho, uh, the, the reality is that that offensive line is, is just god on. You know, and they, they don't seem to be responding to Phil Dracovic well either. Like they don't you watch their body language, you watch the way that they kind of enter, and it's just like uh, that you can just feel when a team is like, I want this season to be over. And the irony to go from Steve Adagio and those like eight offensive linemen sets where it was like Andre Williams, the back that had thighs so big he couldn't wear jeans, AJ Dillon, all those guys to now an offensive lineman that couldn't block their way out of a paper bag. They couldn't even block me on Twitter. I mean, good grief, that is a bad offensive line. So, you know, it, it, it's it's going to be quite a game to see. We've covered all these games. Come back while we go over, once again, the sexy picks, the picks you need to stay away from, and who is has no chance of covering after a word from our local sponsors. All righty, and we're back. So, again, Drake, you're saying to pound Duke, beating the spread pound Duke beating that nine point spread Duke plus nine and you know what sprinkle a little of the money line at 275 right now currently take them to win the game outright sprinkle means you do half of what you usually bet it's not a full confidence bet but let's make some money on this because right now I'm we've been betting against Miami all year so why stop right now right and you know what Betting against Miami is a lucrative game right now. You you mess around it. If you are the person putting down big money, you you got a fur coat like Frank Lucas in uh, American Gangster, the one that got him caught up. You got the hat. To, you might get the hat to match tomorrow. You might get the hat to match tomorrow because uh, Miami gonna let you down. The bet that we want to stay away from Pitt and Louisville. Scary herky jerky on both sides. You don't know who's gonna show up, who's not gonna show up. Let's avoid it. Let's not touch it with a ten foot pole. And ladies and gentlemen. Boston College, no shot, no chance. They, they, they're trying to take on hell with a squirt gun, and it ain't going to work, okay? It ain't going to work out well for the kids. Dre, Drizzy Drake, tell the folks where they can find your work. Folks, you can follow me at Tally underscore underscore Drake on Twitter. You can follow my co-host David Wise at FSU Knowles. The O is a zero. The S is a five because he's from like the 1700s. He's older than a boomer. And you can follow the podcast at Knowles Anonymous, which is where we engage with our fan base when as always we're fans first. People second and podcast third, and also responsible gamble, folks. Is always a good time on here. And listen, we're here to help you make some money, but have a good time. But as Kane was saying earlier, please do it responsibly. Absolutely, it has been a blast taking over for Candace Cooper this week. What a great group of folks! What a way to end this thing with Drizzy. Don't worry, I know that y'all are sad to see this bald face leaving, but I'm gonna be back on Monday. Peace and love, y'all. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 